You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Time to get to our NFL picks. We get NFL football all weekend long, so here are our favorite bets. Pick six. Pick six. Chelsea, we're starting with you. Ladies first here, and you always go into the weekend with a bunch of good bets. I want to see who you're on in the Eagles-Bears game. Yeah, let's take a look at the total in this one that's already ticked up from 48 to 48 and a half. And I will roll with that line movement. I think that the Bears can at least put up some points with Justin Fields being as shifty as he is. I'm also on his rushing crop in this one, too. Uh, I don't think it matters the matchup. I think this Bears offense can at least score some points in garbage time against this Eagles team that has been flat out dominant. And that's the thing. Do you think that they're slowing down when they go against this Bears defense? I don't think so. I think Mm. it's probably going to be 40-plus points from the Philadelphia Eagles. So I would not be surprised if we see the Eagles take a big bite out of this total by themselves. Let's roll with the over in the Eagles and the Bears. I am expecting a lot from the Bears, so please do not let me down. I don't care if you cover. Just score some points. Oh, yeah. I'm, tell- I'm telling you on a lot of your picks, Chelsea, I got a good feeling I'm going to knock on wood because I know you hate it when I say this, but I think you're in for a pretty strong weekend. You made some very good picks here, so I am on that as well. It is a Sunday battle at Soldier Field in Chicago starting at 1 p.m. in the East. Pick six. Pick six. Ooh, I'm excited about this one. I think a lot of people are going to be against me. I do not care. Dolphins at the Bills Saturday night. That's tomorrow. Bills laying seven. Dolphins, you lost me. You lost me. I thought you were a good team. You know what? I take that back. I thought you were a great team. You're a good team. You're just fine. I don't bet on teams that are just fine. I look back at that Miami winning streak when everyone was losing their minds over Tua and all the offensive weapons he has, all the points they were putting up, and it was impressive. But here is who they beat during that streak. Take note, Steelers, Lions, Bears, Browns, Texans. That's not exactly a murderer's row of teams. Then what happens? They face two very good teams, and the Niners and Chargers, they lose two straight. Last week, I am offended. The Miami Dolphins used heaters on the sidelines in L.A. against the Chargers. It was 50 degrees. You cats need heaters when it's 50 degrees outside. How in the world are you guys going to handle freezing temperatures in Buffalo with seven, eight, nine inches of snow? You're not going to be able to handle it. Also, the Bills, 10 and four against the number in their last 
14. Miami is not ready for the cold. You look at this number, you say, oh, my God, that's way too big. The Dolphins game with the Bills, not in snowy Buffalo. Bills minus seven against Miami. I think you may be right here when it comes to the pick, but we're going to hear a ton of talk about Tua and how he is able to handle the cold. And, you know, the numbers don't look good because in the past years when he's played in cold weather, he hasn't had good numbers. But you've got to remember, Tua was a much different quarterback last year and the year before last. So I feel like I'm throwing those stats out the window. Like, if you believe the Bills are the better team, that's fine. But I don't think the cold weather argument is a thing here. We have seen this argument uh, go against just about every quarterback, including Josh Allen. Remember when they made that huge deal about him having, I think it's called Ray Nod's disease, where his hands and feet oh, yeah. get really cold? But, like, he's done fine. I think Josh Allen has proven that he can play in cold weather. So, for me, I'm going to stay away from this game because I don't like playing games that are affected so, you know, drastically by snow that could be happening. And I don't really like depending on weathermen either. So uh, I am staying away. But if you want to watch it, it's a snowy showdown, we think, between the Dolphins and the Bills. Kickoff set at 8.15 Eastern in Buffalo. Pick six. Pick six. That's right. It's time for the shaking hand emoji. It's a squad play <laughs> here on the Daily Tip. We're both rolling with the Jacksonville Jaguars, getting four points at home against the Cowboys. This line opened at four and a half and has been bet down to four, and I think that's the play. Getting the Jags at more than a field goal here feels like a pretty good gift, especially the way that Trevor Lawrence is playing. Granted, the matchup last week against the Titans and that secondary was a good one. The Titans are one of the worst secondaries, or at least are giving up uh, some of the most yards to opposing quarterbacks of any team in the NFL. The Cowboys are a good secondary, but still, if you actually watch that game, Trevor Lawrence was making tight window throws. His receivers were making amazing catches. I don't think it matters the secondary in this one. I think Trevor Lawrence and this team uh, is gaining a lot of confidence. Early on in the season, they didn't know how to close out games, but they don't have to. As long as they keep it close here, I think the Jags and the four points are the play. I think you're exactly right, and... For a couple reasons. First of all, the Jags have slowly started to improve. We always talk about, you know, when teams start off two or three games in, you never really know who they are. Jacksonville started to figure out who they are. And I'm really happy for Trevor Lawrence. He had that wasted season with the old Columbus butt burglar last year. Totally wasted under Urban Meyer. Now here he is becoming the franchise quarterback they thought he was going to be. I understand tearing up the Titans secondary is a lot different than trying to go up against the Cowboys because they are so very good. But Cowboys should not be laying this many points. Money is coming in on Jacksonville. I'm with you. It's a squad play. Kickoff at 1 p.m. in the East, Sunday in Jacksonville. Pick six. Pick six. All right. Next up for me, I am going to Tampa Bay and fading Tom Brady, which, yes, I know sounds almost criminal to do. But Tampa Bay has been terrible to bet on against, or on, excuse me, I should say, this season. Just 3-9-1 and one against the number. And meanwhile, the Bengals have looked amazing. Since uh, starting the season 0-2, they have rattled off uh, a ton of wins in a row. 10-1 uh, and one against the spread in their last 11 games. I think people are a little worried about the hook here. It's 3.5. Yeah. But do you really want to trust this Bucks offense? And the, the factor that nobody's talking about is this Bengals defense. They have not allowed a single quarterback to go over 300 yards this season, and they've faced some good ones. 
Patrick Mahomes had a 59% completion rate against this Bengals defense. So I think that's a factor that nobody's talking about. And plus, the Bengals have won some of these big games without Joe Mixon and without T. Higgins. And despite being, you know, hobbled and injured, it's just pure domination for the Bengals. So I like them on the road here, laying the three and a half. Let's go Bengals and riding that underrated defense. Yeah, I I wouldn't worry about the hook either. Bengals are... Bengals are not under the radar any longer. They were. They were at one point, and nobody was talking about Cincinnati, and now we're realizing, oh, yeah, these guys made it to the Super Bowl last year. They've got Joe Burrow. They're winning football game after football game, and Tampa Bay, my God, just – I'm over the Bucs. I'm over – I'm not going to say I'm, – I'm kind of embarrassed that I said for so long, oh, just wait for the Bucs to come together, wait for the Bucs to come together. They're not going to come together. Over for those guys, I would lay the three and a half as well. Burrow and Brady in a Sunday battle in Tampa set for 425 in the East. Pick six. Pick six. You know what? I'm skipping ahead, guys, because I need to lock in a number. I'm going to Monday Night Football. Rams at the Packers. Packers laying seven. I have zero problem laying points with the Packers here. Now, I know the Packers are not a great team. And I think people, again, it's like the Bills-Dolphins game. I'm sort of going against numbers that seem like obvious plays on the other side and taking the big favorites because I think they're both going to roll. I'm not fooled by Baker Mayfield having one good game against a trash Raiders team. Do not be fooled by that. We have clearly seen Baker Mayfield is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. He had his time. He didn't get it done. And I'm not going to lose my mind and say, oh, Baker's back. He's playing with a better Rams team. This Rams team is bad. The offensive line is a mess. Cooper Cup is out. Baker Mayfield is going to experience pressure from all over the place. And also, Green Bay has had an extra week to get ready for this game. Monday Night Football, frozen tundra against a bad Rams team. Packers still have a chance to make the playoffs. I don't think they do, but they need this win. Rams are out of it. Green Bay, minus seven against the Rams at Lambeau Field. Lay it. Ooh, Jinx, I think I'm going against you on that one. I don't think it's a Rams win, but it's seven points. And as bad as the Rams are, do we trust the Packers to cover a seven-point spread? I'm not so sure. I think it's more like fading the Packers than believing in Baker Mayfield because I'll say one thing. On the radio this week, we have seen Mm -hmm. and heard so many people say, Baker Mayfield, the class that he showed. What a leader. All right, slow down. Slow down. It's one game. It's one game. Baker Mayfield has shown us the ability to draw us in, but then quickly kick us out and throw three picks in the first half. So, I think it's a volatile volatile factor when you're trusting in Baker Mayfield, but I don't know. It's seven points. I know it's seven points, but that is exactly the thing that makes me like the Packers because it seems ridiculous because the Packers aren't any good. Maybe it's a contrarian play. Maybe everyone's on the Rams. I know somebody has come back in towards L.A. when it got to seven and a half or got to eight. I still like the Packers here. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.